Welcome to the Death Witch Podcast, a podcast that covers anything and everything dying, death, grief, and bereavement. The title Death Witch is a play on several things, a tongue-in-cheek play on the terms death watch and having a death wish while tapping into my more mystical side. The Death Witch Podcast hopes to be one of your favorites to turn to for comfort, education, and guidance as we move back towards a culture of understanding death as a companion in life rather than an enemy. The Death Witch is a place to talk about death in a positive, inspiring, and sacred way with perhaps a little gallows humor thrown in now and then. I am Judith Klimos, your host, but you can call me Jade. I am without a doubt eclectic. If I had to use a bucket label to describe myself and my services, it would be transition support specialist. And in that bucket would be labels like end-of-life sacred attendant, end-of-life doula, interfaith spiritual advisor, intuitive energy healing master, retired social worker, and author. No matter the label, my goal is to use my education and experience to assist people making all sorts of transitions in their lives with the least amount of suffering. Now the Death Witch is in, so let's listen to today's episode. Welcome back to the Death Witch Podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join this episode. This will be short, thus hoping to avoid the technical difficulties that forced the Death Witch hiatus. Well, maybe we'll just call this first episode of Season 2. The subject of a good death comes up a lot in my circle. Everyone seems to be in agreement that some of the population don't have access to good deaths. Then there is discussion about defining a good death. Here's the thing. I've worked with a lot of dying people in a lot of different circumstances. One thing I've learned through my observations is that no one on earth can determine a good death for someone else. Professionals might look at someone in a shabby, rundown house and think, oh, they can't have a good death here, imagining that the person would be far more comfortable in a hospice house. They might be, but they also might not be. Not everyone wants a change of scenery when they're dying. It isn't really the best time to introduce something new. Beautiful or not, home is home. And we are most comfortable there, or we wouldn't call it home. I, for instance, need several days to adjust to a new room and bed when I'm traveling, and I'm always really grateful to return home. Why? Because home is where my energy is, the energy I've been building up since we moved here. It's familiar and comfortable and known, and it can't be recreated. I've been mulling this over for a while now, and my thoughts on it came out in the form of a poem, and I wanted to share it with you here so that you could hear it in my voice, the author's voice. While it is specific to me, for anyone working with the dying, I think the structure of the poem can be used to help clients formulate their own 
outline of a good death, or at least give you some guidance as to what you might be looking for in order to help them determine what that would be. Okay, well, here it is. The good death. When I'm dying, I want it to be slow. Not slow like a hot Sunday service in an old church, nor any Tuesday at a job that sucked my soul, but slow like watching sunsets rocking on back porches and fishing off the end of a lake house pier. I want slow like that. When I'm dying, I want it to be full. Not full like a schedule with no time for lunch, nor full of regrets, what-ifs, and maybes, but full like my heart as my newborn napped on my chest, and when he and I exchange vows in that old hotel bar, I want full like that. When I'm dying, I want it to be loud, not loud like hospital machines and overhead pages, nor blaring news reports or social dissonance, but out loud, like wearing all my favorite jewelry at once and hosting a living wake in my own honor. I want loud like that. When I'm dying, I want it to be luxurious, not the luxury of designer sheets, nor perfumed body washes, but the luxury of hearing Rumi fall from your lips and the feel of homemade lotions on my skin. I want luxury like that. When I'm dying, give me a deathbed with a view, not in a stark white room overlooking a parking lot, nor in a dark back bedroom away from the kitchen, but a view of all the faces I love so much, and in the front room overlooking wildlife visitors in the yard. I want a view like that. When I'm dying, give me a deathbed of chances. Not the slim chances of medical intervention, nor those chance encounters requiring luck and fate, but chances to say I love you, I'm sorry, and thank you, and chances to do more healing before I go. I want chances like that. And when I'm dying, give me a deathbed of grace, not social graces lacking in authenticity, nor that grace of stiff, elegant protocols, but the grace of candlelit essential oil bed baths and soulmates lovingly walking me home. I want grace like that. When I'm dying, Give me a deathbed of romance, not the romance of pretentious roses nor casual carnations, but the mystical romance of crystals around my bed and the magical scent of incense hanging in the air. I want romance like that. When I'm dying, I want to die like I lived, not to live like death has already claimed me nor to live just to exist, but to die feasting on the marrow of life and as the captain of my soul. I want a good death like that.
Thank you for listening to Season 2 of the Death Witch Podcast. Barring any technical difficulties, we will be returning with more episodes shortly. If you'd like to contact me about this podcast, please email me at healingritesofpassage at gmail.com. Thank you.